Today is Friday, January 13th, Friday the 13th, and we've got a kooky episode. Uncle Joe's is here. We're talking shortstop. We're talking left field. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome back to episode 836 of Talking Yanks. I can already tell it's going to be an iconic one. 37. Myself, 837. Uh, 837, even better. Myself, Jake Stromboli, Zach Esposito presuding, producing his butt off for BBD, and for the Chombino himself, Joe's McFly from the Bronx office. <laughs> What is good? Those were my little. So I got a lot of props here in the Bronx. If you walk into the Bronx office now, you're like, "What's going on? What has Joe been doing in here?" It's kind of like what I have. I'm kind of happy. Great. My How own... you doing, Joe's? Um, doing great. I'm pretty happy. I'm been doing gaming, so that's pretty cool. Uh, bandwagon Daga stuff. Hopefully the Yankees get a left fielder. That would be great. That would be great for my mental health. And uh, yeah, it's what up with you. It's a weird, weird little. We're you know John Boy Media. We're kicking off the new year. We're rolling. You mentioned bandwagon Gaga's. You and Jim's hockey team that has been taking off. Um, you know we were doing a bunch of warehouse stuff the other day, and we've kind of been in this Yankees spin cycle a little bit bbd on vacation yeah. jimmy jimmy jom big jom myself i got some life stuff going on big weekend you've got a new hat it looks like um so i wanted to i want to circle up and get some of your thoughts on the big things in yankee land right now a little left field uh, I also want to get hype a little bit. I was doing I mean, that's what you and I are good at. Yes. Uh, and, and I was thinking of like guys that we aren't talking about enough or getting hype about yet. Like even Tommy Canely, like I was sitting there on the couch the other night and I was like, you know, last year he was coming off injury and he was still good. And he's like really good. Like Canely could be awesome for us. I agree. Um, so so maybe we'll get hype. A little bit, but Joe's first, I want to start out left field. It's been the big topic. We were laughing. Some of the yes people were in the office. It's the topic. It's what they're talking about on hot stove. Your guy Heyman came out with some Brian Reynolds trade rumors, which were pretty tough. Uh, so where where are you at with left field? To be honest, and what what Heyman said is that they basically asked for the Yankees three top prospects and Volpe and Peraza and Jason Dominguez. And, you know, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Um, I mean, I would probably, I, I would definitely do that for Juan Soto, assuming that he'd say yes and extend and do all that stuff. 
I'm not doing that for Brian Reynolds, man. And um, even if he's going to be a big upgrade, you know, I'd rather just rock with what we have and uh, I guess go with Hicks and hopefully Cabrera um, can do something in left field and, you know, get some options. And I mean, it's not exciting, but, you know, well, it's better than this. Like, why am I giving you these top three guys? And I get it. Shoot for the. Shoot for the stars, because if you fall, you land on the cloud. Kanye. Mm. Kanye for you. That's a pre-Kanye stuff. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of out now. He's kind of out. I'm like, yeah, I'm that Kanye could, you know, during that time, I'm good with. But I mean, I think before um, him, they used to say, aim for the moon, you can land on the stars. I think that's, I don't think that's any record label. I think that's just like. Old Europeans used to say that. That the Europeans also thought that, you know, it was a flat earth. And um, <laughs> because apparently they think that a star is further than a moon. Um, so that's not it. Because where's your line for Brian Reynolds? Like, say, say it is real and it, okay. it were to happen. If it breaks tomorrow that it is Dominguez and Peraza with maybe some some stuff around it but those are the two big pieces i mean okay fine i just i'm just wondering like what else are they adding some other stuff there you know to help out the team in other areas too that would be kind of interesting will crow coming over you've been scouting the pirates huh a little bit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, figure something else out. Uh, so it's not just feeling like that. But I think you need to throw some pitching in there somewhere. I think they want pitching. So we'll see what's up with that. Um, I think that's think I'm not giving up Volpe and Peraza and Dominguez. I feel like that's a little crazy. We know the Yankees. I mean, they're not giving up Volpe at this point. They, they talk about him like he is... Like he's a a star, whether, you know, talking about with the moon or just with star baseball players. But they they love Volpe, the Jersey thing, who he is. Just we we know they're all any trade rumor with Volpe. I'm instantly calling fake. I I think I think Cashman and the crew has put a full like no chance we're trading that guy. He's he's our dude. Um, Do you think they're going to do something in left field? Because I. The more and more we looked at it, I know me and Jim, you know, for talking Yanks, uh, mm-hmm. one of the things we we kind of less aligned on, like, uh, I still think they got to do something. I, I think Jim was leaning like this is it and Hicks and Ortega or as Waldo. But I don't know. It makes me nervous. There's a lot of posturing. It feels like, you know, you're watching the, yet, you know, hot stove on yes and stuff that they're talking about and they're saying, you know, I think this might be it, you know, and they're kind of just throwing those things out. And I think that's a lot of like, we're not going to try to bid against ourselves or overpay for something. And Cashman likes to think out of the box. I don't know how far out of the box we're getting. Um, But I can so see them saying, we're going to go ahead and rock with these guys and we'll revisit something later maybe at the deadline and try to get somebody else do you love it no because the team kind of needs some left hand you know you kind of want more stability especially left field but we'll we'll see yeah it's uh 
I don't know. I don't know. We're uh, less than a month away from pitchers and catchers, I think, or right around a month. Like, yeah, it's I don't know. It's either happening. It's not. And hey, the roster still stacked. Well, the pitching is stacked. Pitching Uh, is stacked. The top of the Yankees lineup is still stacked and really good. I just I, I guess. And this is where I was, you know, when me and Jimmy were were talking last episode, um, you know, the the premier AL lineups, at least because, you know, NL will deal with that. You know, we'll deal with that when we get there. I think the Blue Jays and Houston, they're both about seven dudes deep. Okay. Um, and the Yankees right now are like four and a half, five. And I don't know, with injuries and are they are they gonna play the young guys? It's just it's question marks, which you know, you're gonna have those coming into any season, but especially they pursued Benny and the Reynolds rumors. It just when they when we know that they know that they needed an upgrade, but they didn't get it yet. It leaves right. you a little on edge. It does. I mean, you can't tell me, oh, yeah, we needed an upgrade and then just not get somebody. And then you say, oh, yeah, this offseason is, is a success, you know, especially when you put it out there as a need. You know, um, I think they did that with shortstop um, after they found out that Glaber wasn't going to be the shortstop. They went out there and said that they, you know, they put the, the whole catcher thing out there as well with Gary. So when cash identifies it, I don't know if that's a good strategy because maybe other teams will know that. But um, when you're doing that, I think you got to kind of address that or figure that out. Hard to get a left-handed hitting left fielder. It's just, I, got- I, it's kind of hard to find. They got to play good defense at the stadium. Got to play good defense. And Joe's, I mean, we're talking a lot about needs and addressing your needs. And Roman, I mean, those are some big-time needs. First line on here, do you want a better sex life? Answer the question, Joe's. You can always improve on great. (laughs) You can always improve on great. And if you need to... If you need to improve in the bedroom, testosterone, low T, they've got the Roman swipes last four times longer in bed. Oh, I see in the corner, Zach. Oh, boy. At Roman, there are no waiting rooms, no hassle. Straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your own home and discreet packaging and free to day shipping my thing i always come back to if there's something you're dealing with low t ed premature ej you're gonna want to address it and roman are the people you want to address it with so go to ro.co slash john boy ro.co slash john boy Get 20% off your entire first order. Go address your needs, whether left field or the bedroom, with Roman, R-O.co slash John Boy. Uh, Joe's, the, one of the other things, as you know, we're doing some off-season episodes and things mm-hmm. like that. The shortstop position, we, we talked about a lot last year. <laughs> Here, pinstripe strong. The office 
anytime you ran into a Yankee fan, shortstop was the topic. Uh, and it's been quiet this offseason so far, right? Because Peraza came up. We got a taste of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, even as Waldo, we saw him fill in there. Yes. The Wunderkin, Anthony Volpe is on the way. And then something that hasn't been talked about in a while, IKF, who was our starting shortstop throughout the entirety of the regular season last year, the Yankees re-signed him before arbitration, and he's on the team for six mil. So if I want to get clicky with it, the title is who's playing the most games at shortstop for the Yankees this year. And and I guess, Joe's just tell me, I guess tell me how you think it plays out and how you hope it plays out. How I think it plays out is how I hope it plays out, which I think I think this year will be Anthony Volpe's year. Jimmy won't agree because he thinks Peraza is going to be out there, but I think it's going to be Anthony Volpe um, or Volpe. Some people say Volpe. Volpe, say I think, Volpe. yeah. You could call him shortstop. Mm. But I think that, um, in all honesty, I, I really do think that kids focus, his lo- he's locked, um, he's a contact bat. Shortstop is a position where, and we talked about it last year, I'm okay with going with a defensive first kid there, right? Because I can take that. So I'm, I'm still open to Peraza for sure, but I think that they want to be wowed by uh by Vol- volpe come spring training and they want him to like outright win the job whether it's with his bat and show his speed like show all your tools you remember that one spring training where i think um uh jorge mateo that's a blast from the past mm. came in and he hit like a triple you're like whoa that's a long time since we've seen a yankee do that and that looked <laughs> exciting like we, I, I want to see him come in and just like, wow, everybody like that with just different things that he's doing well. Have a really good spring. He may not and then ends up going back to AAA, but I think that he ends up playing the bulk of the games at shortstop. Yeah, that's uh, there's a couple things that, that are going through, I think, all of our heads. Even as a couple years ago, uh, and, you know, I, I think at the time we used to say sources and we've kind of revealed – Kyle McDonald, K-Mac, who does all the warehouse stuff with us, was yep. in the Yankees minor league organization. And he he didn't say this as a shots fired to Volpe at all. He said Volpe's the truth. He's the yep. guy. He's next, all of it. But he said, like, Peraza's kind of the shortstop. Volpe's the second baseman. I wonder, and I mean, I don't want to get too Yankees universe about it, but the shortstop of the New York Yankees is the shortstop of the New York Yankees. And, like, are the Yankees going to kind of prioritize Anthony Volpe as the like next face of the team shortstop of the Yankees and lean into that? And then that's when I start talking myself into Peraza trades. And, uh, you know, that, the other thing we didn't mention about Aaron Hicks, which always gets Yankee fans spinning in left field, he comes up on his 10-5 rights this year which basically is kind of like uh, if the Yankees don't trade him now, he gets full no trade clause and and that can affect a lot of their upcoming deals. So that's where I get caught up in a spin cycle that I 
I still wonder if maybe the big trade is there. Peraza showed, you know, Peraza played a nice little sample last year and he played well when he played. And if they're all in on Volpe, that means you've got a huge asset, a young top 50 prospect shortstop who came up and looked solid last year. This team has some other needs. I wonder if that's still attached to like the Reynolds or some other trade that we're not seeing. And Volpe is the guy because Volpe is the guy, right? Yes, he is the guy. I mean, you you talk about K-Mac. I mean, I've spoken just different people that have played with him. Um, you know, just different minor leaguers along the line. They're like, that guy? That guy's like, we know him as like Mr. Yankee. <laughs> yeah. like, they're trying to like, like, like groom him to become that next guy to be like that leadership. Like they, the Yankee org sees him as like a Jeter. And I hate to heap that kind of praise. Right. There's a, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, you, you know, Derek Jeter, captain. But they kind of see that same makeup and the organization treats him that way, minor league wise. So if it's yeah. close... They're going to go with Vope, unless they do, like, time stuff, you know, like, um, oh, they want more years of control. I don't know how that works. I don't know where it is right now, uh, but I can so see that. I can also see later on down the line, Peraza being a third baseman. I can see that. Um, so we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. But I think that the Yankees want him to have that spot. There's no way you put like a no trade, like I'm not trading him for anything kind of thing and then not look at him as your shortstop. They kind of see him as that, you know, they don't, they're not going to see him as, uh, I mean, they may, he may end up being a second baseman, but it just, it just has a different feel to it. I'm uh, Joe's, you just got me a little hype for spring training because you're right. I mean, because the action on Volpe next year, I mean, he is going to be. Is he the biggest topic at Yankees spring training that we know of so far? Give us a legitimate position battle between two kids fighting for their dream. How could you not be excited about that? And then one day, you know, like you see Volpe doing great. Then you got Peraza doing great another day. Then you got split squad games where you have Volpe and Peraza playing at the same time. And then it's like, oh, this guy's doing good. And then I want them to both do well, make the decision hard for the Yankees, make it to the point where they be like, you know what? Let's find a way to give, you know, they may end up saying, you know what? These kids, these two kids are ready. Let's find a trade for some people that we weren't even thinking about trading. And that would be cool. But when was the last time that I feel like it's been a really long time since there was a actual position battle where a kid could win a job out of spring training? Like, right. What was the last one? What was it? Cano that actually won a job out of spring training? I mean, who knows? It's been such a long time. It's the tough part with the Yankees, man. It's it's why, you know, we get mad at a lot of these prospects that. I don't want to say flame out because that's really rude, but they never get a chance with the Yankees. You know, I mean, if if Estevan Florial was on the Oakland Athletics the past couple years, I bet he would have got some run and they would have found out 
if if he's got something more in the tank. I wonder what his spring training looks like, or again, if that trade were to happen, if he's involved out of options this year. We've heard so much about Florial through the years. Um, I know Jim hates that long swing. I, yeah. You know, that, that can be changed. He's an athlete, but you'd have to get reps. You have to get reps at, at a certain level, and, and the Yankees don't provide that sometimes. And, and Joe's, it is a really good point because – with Peraza and Volpe, we talk shortstop, and then second base gets mentioned. And it's like, well, Glaber's over there, and there were trade rumors with him. The other side of this is if the Yankees think Peraza and Volpe, can, Volpe, can both be starting infielders for the next five years, that's a huge leg up for the Yankees because those are guys under team-controlled contracts who – are young and contributing and could have flexibility to play multiple infield spots if you need that. And however, DJ ends up being these next few years, if he's playing a third or first or second or wherever he is, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm at, I, I'm at grips with, and I think Yankee fans are at grips with Donaldson um, getting run. At least for the first half of the year, the Yankees owe him a lot of money. They yeah. lo they loved his defense last year, and it was good. The bat, the bat just never came. It was always this like, all right, maybe now, maybe now. Um, that if they think those guys are going to be part of the organization, as much as I might not love the left field part of this, and again, Oswaldo could come in this year, and that guy. Right. I mean, he that guy was in like the heart of our lineup for the final three weeks of the year. So I, I like his Waldo. And if if they committed to him being left field, I would talk myself into that because like we're saying, let the kids play because the Yankees never do that. And that's just why if his Waldo and Hicks are on the roster, they're going to play Hicks, man. Like I've just seen that, you know? Yeah. And maybe his Waldo may get. One thing, and I'm I'm a big time like we're taking away the shift from lefty thing. Like it kind of maybe shooting people's numbers up, especially people that bat from the left-handed side. So we might see an uptick in his numbers, which would be great. Um, but yeah, I mean he got a po he got postseason starts. So had a lot of spots. Yeah, so let's. Let's go. You know, he deserves a chance too. You know, he went came up there first year. What did he, what did he hit? Two forty seven. You know, like when the Yankees are fighting for in try to get into the, the playoffs and all of that stuff. So I'm with it. I'm with it too. But I don't overpay for left field. It's just hard to go with two kids. You know, because then there's growing pains. There's obvious growing pains. Right. Um, but the the way that he played left field, I thought was really good. I think there's just like two instances that you think about, like, okay, that's a little tough, you know, the plays that he made. Um, but he looks like he's really one thing about Cabrera that I really like is his ability to adapt um, and learn on the fly. So his learning curve, I feel like, is like is is shorter than other people, and it just feels like a testament of working hard. And you like seeing those things in young players. Um, the guy only played like one minor league game in his career, I believe, in left field or the outfield or whatever outfield. it is. And yeah, and for him to play as well as 
we felt to the point that he's actually starting playoff games is great. So uh, be open to that too. Yeah, Oswald deserves a little more love, man. I, now that we're removed from that awful August, like he gets called up. We think he's going to be like competing for shortstop and said he's a starting outfielder. Basically, yeah. he plays a little shortstop just so the Yankees like show <laughs> he shows he can do that. All while wearing his swaggy necklace Super that swag. like no Yankees do that. Um, <laughs> what he did last year was really impressive. And it, it's kind of funny that we get. I don't know. It's it's where I get caught in the Yankee loop of they play veterans or they play the guys they're going to play that. I don't know of the kids Oswaldo played last year. And I don't know. I I love him as the super utility. I'd love for him to get reps in the outfield because he was nasty while having never played the outfield before. Yeah, he might get even better. There's a part. Yeah. See, with young kids, you can sell me on this kid can get better because this, this, and this, and age, you know, his age also kind of would help that trend. When you try to tell me, for example, Donaldson's bat speed's going to get like faster at his age, I just don't, you know, it's kind of tough for me to buy into that, right? So it's about having that right mix uh, between vets and kids. And I think that, I mean, for him to play that left field, left field, the Yankee Stadium is like center field. We heard the Yankees say that many times, and he played that pretty well. He did. He did. Throw Carlo out there. Oh, boy. Joe's. <laughs> that would be. I think the Yankees think that's a risky bet. Um, and if you're looking for maybe a little less or a little more. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, a huge NFL playoff weekend, wild card weekend, and DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Big Giants game this weekend. Mr. Purple, talking Giants, holding a live event. Sold out. Against the Vikes, they can win that game. I've got a little Jakey parlay that's coming out. Zach promised me he was going to bet it. Yep. Yep. You said he's putting his whole next check. His whole next paycheck on my parlay. I remember that. He said that. I have have faith in you, Jake. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, that sounds uh, so that's, very reassuring. Yep. He agrees to that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code YANKS? New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code YANKS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Joe's, let's get a little hype, man. I mean, because I've. Jim kind of called me out like last episode. I was kind of tough. I was like, I'm not happy with the second half of the Yanks lineup. Like it wasn't very, it wasn't Jake. Like it didn't feel right. So, I mean, I gave you that Canely piece at the, at the start. The rotation is arguably as good as it's like ever been for the Yankees. Agree. I guess. And you know what? Another guy that, our boy Dan Rourke cornered me in the warehouse yesterday, and he's like, 
yo, DJ LeMayhew, when he played, he was really good last year. And I was like, yeah. And we kind of haven't been penciling him at all because there was, he's going to get surgery, then he didn't get surgery. Uh, so I guess, Joe's, give me some of that signature Joe's McFly hype on some guys or something with the Yankees that maybe we need to talk about more. Yeah, I mean, we could start with pitching, like you said. I don't remember the last time going into a season that I felt this way about the starting staff. Um, so there's going to be some innings there. This is good. We have some people that are further removed from injury as well, and innings limits like Nestor. You don't have to do that that uh, that IL stint. But now, even if you do an IL stint, you know, assuming everybody's healthy. You still have other people there. You know, you have, like, Herman is there. You know, you have other guys that can now eat innings for you. And um, I also got to see another guy coming back from Tommy John. Um, um, oh, shit. This, this thing is, like, I feel like, I feel, what's this kid's name? He got hurt last year. Luis Heal? Yes. Uh, yeah. Should be. Like, later on, that might be there, you know, maybe even out of the bullpen. You just don't know. So now the Yankees have a lot of, you know, options to go to pitching-wise. And for the first time, assuming everybody stays healthy, you know, that's the knock on wood. Right. Could this be a trade deadline where the Yankees are not looking for starting pitching? That would be mm. like, interesting, right? Um, or they could deal from a position of strength to then flip somewhere else. That's cool, having those options. Um, as far as the lineup, Judge is coming back. And Judge is not the kind of now he's gonna take this official title of the captaincy to heart. Ooh. He was always there, but I feel like now, like it's an official title, and he's gonna go ahead. There's just like another level that he's gonna reach. I'm not saying he's gonna have a better year, but I think we might see like similar numbers. I told you about the shifting. Rizzo's gonna have a better year this year. Mm. I thought last year he was going to hit 40 homers. Um, he hit 32. I think he probably would have if he didn't, like, miss time. Right. Uh, because he went through, like, a hot streak. But I think there is some there is something mental to it. I, I You know, I heard Bryce Harper talk about it. I heard other left-handed hitters talk about it. Something mental about having that shift. Everybody just shifting there to the right side. Um, and it'll let... Rizzo say, hey, knock a bloop in the head over there. Let's see that good old batting average go up. And we know confidence is like that snowball effect. And Giancarlo, I, the lineup can still bop, man. It can still bop, which is great. You want contact hitters? Yes. We still have time to get there between here and the playoffs. And there's still changes that can happen. So uh, I'll get really high for that. And uh, we don't have to worry about a lot of strikeouts in left field. Um, from another outfielder that was getting a lot of runs to start the year. So Yankees had a really good year last year, enough of a good year to have a horrible August and still win the American League uh, East. So I think that this team overall, to start out the year, might be is definitely better than last year, in my opinion. We'll see what adjustments are made throughout there. And, you know, Trevino? Forget about yeah. that, right? Platinum? 
We got some hardware coming into this team this year, Jay. <laughs> There's hardware. Let's go. That means we get a good, you know, Trevi gets the award. We get some good pregame claps. We like that. DJ, um, DJ got that first gold glove by the utility player. Right. The util gold glove to go with his second base gold gloves. Um, Joe's a, a guy in the pitching who you didn't. Uh, you didn't mention along the pitching, but, it, you know, he was implied. You said further away from injuries. Sevy, dude. Uh, yeah, that was one of the dudes I was I was. At, uh, yeah. But I, I mean, Luis Severino, you know, 2017, 2018, 31 starts, 32 starts, 190 plus innings, third in the Cy Young, ninth in the Cy Young. 2019, he only comes back for 12 innings at the end of the year. No 2020. 2021, he comes back for six innings. Last year, he got 102 under his belt. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I know, you know, I know he got banged up and he had a 60 day IL stint, which, you know, the Yankees were playing the let's get ready for October game. Um, You know, we we heard those good and funny stories about Seve not looking at the calendar and all that when they were telling him. Um, mm -hmm. I, I mean, you know. Sevy, if he goes from 102 innings to 150, 160, 170, like that's, you know, when he his numbers, which were statistically in line with his 2018. Yes. Like he finished ninth in the Cy Young that year. Like that's a top 10 AL pitcher. And right now we have Sevy slotted in what our our three our four. Yeah, I think he's. Sevy as a four is crazy to me, but that's that's where we're at. You know, that's good. You got to respect Nestor, so I'll put him up there. But um, Severino and the Yankees were so, Yankees were thinking it doesn't always work out like that, right? But they and it led to like the August that we had. But um, Sevy, I mean, the Yankees were thinking not only this year, but let's try to get him to the point where we want to do that option. Which right. is like a big like a deal right now. And let's get him for next year and get him ready so that we don't have this injury stuff, man. Because what if he would have rushed back? We all know that it's happened before, but he's gotten hurt and he's you know he's my buddy and all. So I want him to stay on the field, uh, but he's a competitor. He wants to be out there. And having that sixty day IL stint was not only for last year and for him. I thought it was. I think it's to get him ready for this year too. Yeah, yeah, and I'd uh. God, Cole, Rodon, Sevy, Nestor, man. I mean, that's righties, lefties, punch outs, Nestor's funk, all of it, dude. Like, let's, that's winning streaks. That's winning not, streaks. Let's not forget who's at the five. The guy that we acquired <laughs> last year to be our two, kind of, or three. I'll say three. But they yeah. acquired him to be like, a top of the, you know, rotation. He wasn't, you know, he got hurt and stuff like that, but he might have a chip on his shoulder. He might come into spring training feeling like he has something to prove. Like, I'm the five? Nah, I'm not the five. Like, that might be a competition. Are you the five? Are you the five? For, for a while, for a while, the Yankee rotation last year was so good that yeah. they were having that conversation between themselves, you know, like, are you being the five right now? For a little while, it was cold, you know, and uh, some of the other guys. So that's good competition there when you have all five that can go out there and just get shoved for you, like give you a chance to win. So 
Yeah, I've been. I haven't been anything about Montas yet, um, right. just because, you know, hey, it was a tough show and he was hurt and our fifth starter, like, you know, you only talk about a fifth starter so much anyways. Yes. But, you know, a little Matt Blake, a little gas station and what I believe in a little more than that contract year, right? Like contract year. So if I'm Frankie Montas, I'm drinking whatever Matt Blake's got, whatever the gas station has. And like, this is a massive, if Frankie Montas goes out and he's 32 starts, uh, a 3-3 ERA, like that dude is going to get a bag next year. Like he's going to approach 80, 100 million, something like that. So, yeah, Frankie Montas has a lot on the line this year uh, that as our five could be a very special thing or, you know, uh, yeah. Jake, it just gives you flexibility. Frankie Montas as the four, you're like, oh, man, I got Domingo Herman as the five. What if he doesn't work? If he doesn't work out, all right, well, fine, we'll figure something out. He's a five. It's a five. If he does pitch well, Oh man, we got top five rotation. Let's go. Let's not even make a trade for a starter. Or let me go ahead and take this starter who can is pitching well enough to be a three on or a two on somebody else's team if he's pitching great. And let me flip him for some other stuff that I need. Starting pitching is probably the most expensive thing to acquire at the deadline. And the Yankees have, it seems like they have a good amount of it. So Maybe they'll come calling and Yankees can be able to play. You know, you get Cashman trying to do good deals. Mm. I don't know. Clark Schmidt floating around still. Mm. Yeah. So you might you might see some stuff. You don't know how these kids will develop to. Matt Crook. I, I seen him. I, I went down to remember that minor league game that I went to last year that um uh not to name drop that. Uh, Peraza had me come out. Oh, not to name drop, but the guy we talked about most yeah. of the episode. But anyway, he was like, you'll come through. And <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So we sat there. That day that I went, Matt Crook like was pitching a um he was pitching a no-hitter. And I'm like, what's <laughs> going on? I said something to him the first inning as he was coming off of the field. No. I did like, hey man, keep it up. And then once I found out it was a no hitter, I, I I was like part of the game now, Jake. I had to say it. Like, you what were if not I didn't part of the game, Jake? What if I didn't say it and he lost a no hitter because I didn't say it? I couldn't live with myself. Yeah, Matt Crook, Matt Crook. Pod. That's a good name. Um, it's a funny name. K R double O K Crook. Yeah. Backwards Stealing deals. wins. Stealing wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've officially <laughs> hit that point of the episode. Joe's McFly, Pinstripe Strong, everything John Boy Media. Uh, thank you for breaking up your streams to talk some Yanks with us. Uh, Z-Man on the ones and twos for setting us up and getting us through. Uh, thank you, everyone. We will be back. Uh, next week, BBD back from vacation. John back. February sneaking up. 
And February is when spring training happens. So optimism. Let's go. It it's happening, people. Thank you, everyone. Let's go, Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.